Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Draw Control Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by sophomore on the St. Francis women's lacrosse team, Bella Fisher. As a freshman, Bella was named the NEC Rookie of the Year and All-NEC Second Team, and she also received the NEC Rookie of the Week honor four times uh, as well. Uh, she set a freshman program record for goals and points as well, ranking second on the team in both categories, and she ranked third on the team in draw controls as well. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Bella, and how's everything going? Thank you so much for having me. Um, everything is going great. Well, how was your summer this past uh, few months, and uh, did you do anything interesting, whether it was lacrosse-related or not? Um, I had a really good summer. Um, I got to spend a lot of time with my family, my friends. Uh, I spent a lot of time working. Um, I coached a lot. Um, so, yeah, I had a really fun summer. <laughs> It must have been nice to get a sort of different perspective on the game coaching it this mm-hmm. summer. Yes, definitely. Um, some of the players I get to coach are extremely talented, so I definitely learned some things from them as well. And in regards to sort of your training, like what did you work on the most to get ready for the upcoming season this summer? Um, I definitely strength trained a lot. Um, that was one uh, like aspect of my game that I really wanted to work on. Um, the physicality in uh, college lacrosse is like everyone's very strong. So um, I thought I had, um, pretty good speed and endurance. So I really wanted to work on, um, just being able to have a good strength. <laughs> now, when do you guys like officially start practicing as a team and what do you guys work on in the fall before the season begins? So we've been practicing for probably, I want to say about two or three weeks now. Um, so right now I think we're just kind of, um, start kind of smaller and work our way up. Um, we're really trying to, uh, everyone, we've been running a lot. Um, we kind of have a standard of coming back to school in shape, but we like to keep it that way. So we've been doing a lot of running, um, stick work, shooting, um, 2v2s, 3v3s, and we're just kind of build up um, into sevens when we start scrimmaging. Now, uh, is it weird sort of being a sophomore this year right now, sort of the mindset heading into the season? Because obviously as a freshman, I assume you're very nervous and sort of trying to learn a bunch of different things. How does your mindset sort of change uh, having a year under your belt? Yeah, um, I would say just like my mindset has changed more um, kind of coming in as a freshman. I had really no expectations. All I um, kind of knew I needed to do is just, oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> um, all I knew I needed to do is just have game. And I kind of just like went in with no expectations. Now I know the expectations and I know the standards. Um, so it's kind of easier coming in in that aspect, but also um I know how high our standard is here. So it just, it's a little bit stressful sometimes um, trying to meet that standard, but um, it's something that we're all working on as a team just to get better. Now, what are the new players like from your perspective? How have they sort of uh, meshed in with the team? Uh, Specifically the freshmen, I would imagine that's probably a a sort of thing that you guys sort of prioritize in the beginning few weeks of the season. Yeah. um, Our freshman class um, is really, really good this year. Um, we have some great midfielders, um, some great attackers. We have one transfer coming in from Niagara, and she's um, she's got an uh, incredible game as well. Um, I think the freshmen came in um, in incredible shape. They're all strong. They all have game. Um, and I think they're just pushing us to be even better because they're definitely going to make a big impact on our um, team this season. So let's transition now and talk about the beginning of your lacrosse career and sort of work all the way up to where you are today. 
So doing research on yourself, it says that you're from Duxbury, Massachusetts. So talk about growing up there and how did you start playing lacrosse? Yeah. Um, so I am from Duxbury, Massachusetts. I did um, go to middle school um, and elementary school in a neighboring town called Marshall, Massachusetts. Um, and lacrosse is not a big sport there. I was the only girl that played club um, in sixth grade when I lived there. Um, it was kind of like we were growing up in a town where it was just soccer girls, soccer girls. And I was like, my dream is to go play division one lacrosse. Um, and my family, um, we were fortunate enough to move to uh, a town that um, has just like a, a long like line of incredible lacrosse athletes that have gone through those programs. So um, growing up and shifting from Marshall to Duxbury lacrosse was like kind of crazy um because I went from being like one of the only kids that played lacrosse to I'm in a grade with like 10 other girls that are playing club lacrosse who are all incredible athletes um and it was just also cool watching um a lot of the older girls who are just like were gamers in college like they they just I don't know it's cool to grow up in a lacrosse town <laughs> did you watch any lacrosse growing up and if so like who are your favorite players and teams that you admired the most <clears throat> um I have to say Kayla Trainer has been like my idol since I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade. I just remember um, watching her um, in Syracuse uh, when I was super little and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be her because I think she just played so much different than um, everyone else. Everyone else kind of had like, I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of people had kind of the same um, style of game where she just like grew that and she like went so out of the boundaries and she just. I don't know. She, I think that she really like opened my eyes to the game and I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so much creativity. Now, before college, like you mentioned, you played for your high school uh, with Duxbury. So uh, what did you take away from your lacrosse experience in high school? And what's like the best memory you have from your high school lacrosse days when you look back on it now? Yeah, um, I was very fortunate enough to uh, go to high school with a bunch of other girls who love the game of lacrosse um, and who are all incredibly talented. Um, it was very fun um, playing under my uh, coaches. Both of them were very decorated, incredible um, collegiate athletes as well. So um, just like playing with those girls and everyone wanted the same thing. We all had the same end goal. Um, and I would say uh, one of my favorite memories from high school cross was probably my junior year. Um, we previously lost to our rivals um, earlier in the season and we had like a league championship um, for the first time that year due to COVID. We didn't know if we were going to be able to um, continue into the state tournament or not. And um, we ended up beating the team that we lost um, to previous in the season. And it was just, it was such a fun game. It was so electric. Like it was, it was very fun. <laughs> now you mentioned that you grew up sort of in a lacrosse town in Duxbury with a lot of players playing in your program. So how did your sort of high school lacrosse experience help prepare you for a college lacrosse? Yeah, um, I, in my grade personally, we had, uh, I had two other girls who um, went on to play collegiate lacrosse. Um, so it was always, we were always on the same team, but we were competitive, competitive enough to um, raise each other's like um, games as well. So it was just fun being around a bunch of girls that pushed each other. Um, even like the freshmen that came in when I was a senior were, oh my gosh, this conference room, hello. Okay. <laughs> um, there we go. Um, 
So the freshmen that would come in um, almost every year all had incredible games. So it was just fun. Like everyone was pushing each other and raising the standard. And I can just see the program excelling in these next few, uh, few years. Now, what was your recruiting process like with St. Francis and what made you want to go there versus other schools you might have looked at? Yeah, um, I think um, my class as a whole, the 2022s, um, kind of had a tricky recruiting year due to COVID and um, how everything kind of shut down and our dead period was extended. Um, and for a lot of athletes, it kind of like pushed off their um, recruiting process depending on um, the like exposure they had um, before that summer. and. Um, it was a very stressful process. Like there was a lot of like back and forth with coaches like, oh, well, I'll wait for uh, to like have the opportunity to see you play in person. Um, and it was really uh, discouraging just like keep getting told no or we'll wait till the dead period's up. Um, and then the dead period was like lifted in the middle of a high school lacrosse season. So I was playing high school lacrosse and then I was flying out to Maryland on the weekends to go compete in tournaments. Um, so it was a very stressful time. but. Um, I, at the end of my summer around like mid August, um, I had the opportunity to come down, uh, here to St. Francis and I just felt like the chemistry with the team was just absolutely electric. Like everyone was just so excited to be back at school and seeing each other. Um, cause I came for my visit during their first week of school and I just saw the way all the girls interacted with each other and how excited they were, um, to see each other, be back together. Um, the coaching staff is awesome here. Um. Uh, what really one of the aspects that really drew me in was uh, my coach. Uh, she's just so like decorated as a coach. She's very, very legit. She knows what she's doing. And I was like, this is someone I want to play for because I know she's going to be able to coach me up personally and coach this team up and uh, bring us to success. Now, as a freshman, like what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college lacrosse? Um, I would say the biggest adjustment was one of the bigger adjustments I would say is going from being a senior on um, a high school team to being a freshman again and just seeing how uh, physical and fast the game is. I think just like that adjustment to how everyone's tall, everyone's fast. Like I'm no longer the tallest girl on the field anymore. I'm considered average height. Like I think going from a like team where kind of, there's like a big gap between uh, the like great lacrosse athletes and maybe some people that are just there to be um, on a sports team and going to a place where everyone wants the same goal and everyone's very, very good. And everyone was the best on their high school team and everyone um, is super strong and super fast. Um, I think that aspect too, it's just everyone's faster, everyone's taller, everyone's bigger, everyone's stronger. Um, and just having to adjust to that. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> And you also play in a really underrated conference in the NEC. So what's that like for yourself playing in that conference and just the competition you face each game? Um, I think the NEC is really a, a hidden gem. We do have plenty of out-of-conference play, and we were either beating or going head-to-head with some um, teams in big conferences. Um, and uh, something I really like about the NEC is just how everyone's kind of as much as we're like competition and we want to win the NEC and we want to make it to those finals, um, we're still all supporting each other because we are in such an underrated conference. And uh, we, I think we know as a conference, like we are legit and we can make some of these teams in big, big conferences uh, have like a run for their money. Now, individually, 
uh, you won uh, the NEC Rookie of the Year. So I want to ask you, what did that honor mean to you? And uh, how did you find out you were uh, going to be named uh, Rookie of the Year this past year? Um, that honor was just like absolutely unreal. Um, I'm, I was so thankful to be um, chosen. There are some really, really incredible um, freshmen in the Northeast Conference. Um, even on my team, we had some incredible freshmen that were starting every game. Um, and just to be selected, I was just like, it was so surreal. Um, I just remember we were traveling down to Sacred Heart for, um, the, I think it was the NEC um, kind of like tournament. So there's four teams that um, are the top four teams that are selected to go to uh, play in that tournament. And we were fortunate enough to go to stay at um, my teammate Brooke Lacey's uh, house. And we just had some dinner there and kind of hung out, watched some film. Um, and before we started watching film, um, my coach kind of was like, hey guys, um, I have uh, an announcement to make. Um, to start off, we had um, one of my fifth years, um, Anna McHenry was selected NEC midfielder of the year. And she was like, Ann Bellfish was selected um, NEC rookie of the year. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, wow. I mean, there were so many other um, girls that I think could have gone and we were all kind of head in head with it. Um, I just think, I don't know, it was, it was very surreal. <laughs> now, uh, what would you say was sort of like uh, the biggest improvement you made to your game throughout your freshman year that sort of led to some of the success you had on the field? Um, I think my biggest improvement was just being able to listen and be coachable and um, allow myself to expand my game. Um, I came in being a very like driving heavy down the outside attacker. And that's just not going to fly as a freshman on the lacrosse field. So um, I think just making adjustments to my stick protection, like sticks are always flying, like everyone's trying to back check um, you. And I think just being able to adjust um, to just playing smarter and looking for more like inside cuts, um, having good stick protection and uh, knowing when it's time to move the ball around. I think that's just like one of those things I needed to learn. <laughs> now, how do you work on becoming a more versatile attacker? Like what drills do you do to work on that? Because obviously that's sort of the big challenge with attackers is sort of finding different ways to score goals. And obviously as a freshman, once more teams are starting to get film on you, they know some mm -hmm. of your tendencies. So you have to sort of work on trying to break through those and work on different things. So I'm just curious how you sort of work on that. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of working on right now, um, especially this fall ball. Um, I mean, a lot of coaches know that I love to cut. I love cutting. I love backdooring. Um, and I'm trying to just expand my game to be able to have um, the second I get a step on my defender, I want to be able to rip a shot and hit it. Um, I'm also trying to work on my inside game. Um, when I'm inside the eight, like really having good stick protection and being able to place uh, the ball around the goalie. Um, and I also just want to work on my speed and having a good kind of first step off. Uh, I just feel like being able to grow my game and be very versatile and playing uh, a bunch of different spots is just going to make me um, kind of more of a threat uh, all over the attack and all around the field. What's been your favorite goal you've scored so far? Oh. <laughs> um, uh, I would say maybe my first goal. Um, I remember we were playing Longwood and it was like, so freezing like I had gloves on like Under Armour and I would I want to say it was like one of the first few minutes um like first game and I was like oh my gosh like I'm out here starting as a freshman like this is crazy um and I want to say it was an off an eight meter uh I think I 
just kind of got checked in the head when I had the ball. And I ended up scoring our first uh, season goal. Um, and that was also my first goal. So that was kind of surreal. I was like, oh, my gosh, like I kind of made it here. Now, one thing that people underrate you for is how good you are in the circle last year as you were third on the team in draw controls. And since we are the draw control podcast, I have <laughs> to ask you, what are some of your draw control strategies that you're willing to share on the pod? I know you don't want to give away all your secrets, but I just want to know if there's any sort of insight you can give about uh, that part of your game. Yeah, um, I would say um, a few things. So uh, coming in as a freshman, I really just wanted to watch and learn from some of the older girls on my team. Uh, kind of learn different ways to take different draws. Um, I was really fortunate enough to play under uh, Anna McHenry, and she just was absolutely incredible at the draw. Um, and I was always um, very, very nervous to step up on the circle and take some draws after she needed a sub. Um, so I would just say, like, watch plenty of film, watch the people uh, around you. Um, I also say something that I like to work on personally is my uh, wrist strength and uh, my quickness, quickness off um, kind of the first dig. I think wrist strength is very underrated. Uh, I came in and I did not realize how weak my wrists were. And uh, uh, my coach really drilled that into uh, the draw team. And she was like, you guys need to have very strong wrists in order to be successful at the draw. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> now for next season, uh, actually one more question is, so obviously this past season, your team lost to Sacred Heart in the NEC playoffs. Uh, even though you lost that game, what would you take away from your team's performance this past season and obviously your first playoff game as well? Yeah, um, we did definitely have a heartbreaking loss to Sacred Heart. But uh, and as much as we're going to build off of that, I don't uh, we wanted to kind of make it a point that we don't want that to take away from our uh, success this season. This was our we had like a very like, revolutionary season. It was our first winning season. It was our first time making the conference tournament. Uh, I think now that we have set the standard that we are making the tournament every year, it's just going to have to excel from there. And our goal is to um, win the NEC tournament and make it to uh, the NCAA playoffs um, because we have never done that as a program before. And we just want to keep building off of that and uh, building the standard. You, you just answered my next question, but what are your team's <laughs> goals and expectations uh, for next season? Um, anything, I guess, that might be on your team's radar that fans aren't aware of outside of the things you just mentioned? <laughs> Um, I would say that we're just trying to uh, grow our game, grow our school. Um, we're a small school in uh, the middle of Pennsylvania. Not a lot of people know about us. And we're really trying to put our school on the map and kind of uh, show not just the Northeast Conference, but um, schools around us and schools all over the country that uh, we have game and we're here to play. And um, as small of a school we are, we are um, definitely a force to be reckoned with because we definitely had some upsets this season events against some big teams that um, I don't think we're prepared to uh, play against us. So our, our goal is just to keep building and keep getting better and win the NECs. <laughs> so we're now in a segment I like to call five questions that have nothing to do with sports with Bella Fisher. <laughs> and the goal of the segment is to hopefully get to know you a little bit more um, off the field. So first one is, if there was a movie made about your life, uh, who would you want to play yourself? Um, I would say young Blake Lively I think we have like the same color hair and she's mm -hmm. very funny I have sort of a similar answer to you uh I would say uh Ryan Reynolds I think uh, he's a great <laughs> actor really funny guy and I'd love to brag to people saying that he played me in a movie so I'll probably go with him <laughs> so what's been the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week um I would say that something interesting that I um 
kind of read and learned about was just some simple things in my um, biology class, kind of learning more about the heart and uh, all that good stuff. Um, I, I think that stuff is really interesting um, coming from a business major, uh, taking a bio class. <laughs> yeah. I would say for me, probably just everything going on with Dion Sanders. I just think it's pretty interesting to see how he sort of changed that program around in such a unique way that hasn't been done before. But I personally think it's cool, and I would definitely love to play for him if I were a football player. Yes, that, that I have been following that as well, and that is very cool. <laughs> now, what is one item on your bucket list that you hope to accomplish one day? Um, One thing that I w- I've been saying this since I started um, – college lacrosse um and working out with a bunch of girls uh one of my goals is to be able to uh bench a 45 pound plate on each side that's just like one of those things that I I feel like I need to do before I graduate and maybe if I don't get it before I graduate I definitely want to keep working at that (laughs) yeah I don't know if I could ever do that I think my shoulders would uh fall fall off that seems (laughs) way too way too big for me at least I'm more of a cardio guy which I think Mm -hmm. is very uncommon for people like me but I feel like in hockey, you sort of need better. Uh, um, what's the word? You, I want more stamina and durability, yes. and that's how I feel like that's how you do it. Um, but obviously, <laughs> you want to be strong too. So um, it's trying to get that balance, I guess. <laughs> now, what's the most underrated holiday, and what's the most overrated holiday? I would say underrated is the Fourth of July. Um, I think there's just so much good with the Fourth uh, of July: fireworks, family, barbecue, like, and the most. I would say this might be very controversial, but I'm going to say Thanksgiving. I'm not a big Thanksgiving food girl. I don't really like turkey. I'm more of like uh, ham at like Christmas time type of person. Yeah. I'd say Thanksgiving's awesome though, just because it's a break right before finals and it's football, family, and food. I think there's not mm-hmm. many things that can beat that. I'd say overrated for me is more New Year's Eve just because you're waiting for a oh, clock yeah. to turn midnight. <laughs> Now, last non lacrosse question is uh, besides yourself, who has the best style off the field on the St. Francis women's lacrosse team? I got to say, I got to give it to my good friend, Brooke Lacey. She has very good style and very good shoe game. Now, getting back to some lacrosse questions now, what should be done to help grow women's lacrosse from your perspective? Um, I think it just needs to be exposed more. I think that women's lacrosse should be on TV. Like I should be able to click on my TV and flip through the sports channels and lacrosse should be on there. Um, I feel like I've been seeing more and more um, lacrosse on live television, but I definitely am not seeing enough women's lacrosse. And I think that these teams are so talented and I think lacrosse is such a fun sport to watch. And I feel if more people were exposed to it and um, had the um, opportunity to see it, then um, it would just grow our game so much more. Now, for all the younger fans that are listening to this, what advice would you give to them on what it takes to be a college lacrosse player like yourself? Um, my piece of advice was you just have to work. Um, no matter how hot it is outside, just get yourself to the turf, get yourself on uh, a run, hit the wall, um, just keep working, and like you, you'll just see um, your dreams come true in front of you. Now, any shout outs you want to give to your family members, teammates, and friends, and who should we have on the podcast next? Um, I'll give a shout out to my teammates. Um, we're all about to head out to practice, have a great nighttime practice. I'm very excited. Um, I definitely miss my family a lot, so I'll give them a shout out. Um, and I think that next on the podcast, we should 
maybe get some more NEC girls on um, here. I mean, we have plenty of uh, talented girls on our team that could talk all day about lacrosse. Um, I think we should maybe grow the NEC conference a lot more. Mm -hmm. We'll definitely have to reach out to more players on your team. I feel like we got to get a midfielder's perspective and have oh, yeah, at we some have point, plenty right? Of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Bella, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time here today and coming on. I, I really appreciate it. It means a lot to myself. I think you're a great player, even better person. And uh, just want to let you know that. And best of luck uh, this upcoming season and enjoy uh, the fall semester as well. Thank you so, so much for having me. This was very fun. <laughs>